IndependentLeft.News Indie. Indie. What's up, Indie? Indie News Network. Indie. I get news from Independent Left. IndependentLeft.News. IndependentLeft.News. Indie Left Media. Independent Left News. Indie Left. Independent Left News. Independent Left Media. Indie Media. Indie Left. Indie. 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 Indie Left News. Indie Left. Hi, Indie. Indie Left News. Subscribe to Indie News Network. We're world building. Your, your way of assisting, I feel like, is really cool. Independentleft.news. Independentleftnews. I'm a huge fan. He created INN. The founder of uh, Independent News Network. Indy is the founder of Indy News Network. Thank you, Independentleft.news. A huge thank you and shout out to Indy Left. Everyone, check out Indy Left News. Hey, Indy Left. Independentleft.news. Indy. Indy. Hi, Indy. Indy Left. Indy Left News. Indy News. Independent Media. Independentleft News has done an amazing job. Hi, everybody. Oh, what's going on? Oh, wow. Why am I seeing Reef? Wrong screen. I'm seeing your screen. Oh, how about that? And now that's, I see Reef. Better, hey, huh? I was like, wait, huh? Hi, everybody. Yep. Indy's voice a little hoarse stream. tonight. Yes, you're watching me, watching me. It's it's a little inception Like a tonight. mini pony? How did we you miss that inception version? Um, I, it's, it, like I said, it's Indy again. Um, there's a lot happening. Holy moly! It's been quite a quite a week. Um, I got Reef sitting here next to me. That's Doctor Smokey Cloud. I see you. You yeah. see the Independent Left Media. That's that's my URL. You can find us over there. Um, we've got some people already chatting. You were listening to the amazing to the dulcet tones of our friend Jesse Jet, an INN member. Um, he actually just got got me again with Tara Reed's song. We love him. It's great. Um, emotional damage. Yes, he hit me. We were watching. We were watching UFC last night, and holy moly, that was a wild, wild ride. Um, oh, yeah, a good fight night. Yeah, don't, uh, don't, don't mess with a big Russian bear. I can just say, holy yeah. crap. Yeah, oh. wow. Or a tiny karate guy from South Carolina. Either Damn. one of them. Um, yeah, both of us are kind of. A little bit under it and i'm standing tonight instead of sitting because my back's all messed up but we're here and we're doing this and we got so much to talk about and so much oh, cover and I'm my back oh my aching back yeah so um yeah welcome everybody to how do we miss that so how do we miss that is a podcast and show streaming live on rockfin youtube twitch rumble facebook twitter odyssey and telegram we're on all those plus News. sunday nights 10 p.m eastern 7 pacific Available on all your favorite podcast platforms as well. Co-hosted by me, that's Indy, founder and editor of Independent Left News, IndieMedia.today, and Reef Freeland, INN's technical director, host of Reefer After Dark and INN News. We are both founding members of Indie News Network, a collaborative family of independent content creators. Check us out at IndieNews.network. All the stories were included in IndieLeft.News <clears throat> between Sunday and Friday. Actually, I think it took a Saturday story even. It's impossible to keep up with this fire hose of de- developing news all week long, like I say, every week. These are just five, four, five, six pretty big stories out of the hundreds. Um, please make sure to share the link, like the stream, subscribe to our channel on all the platforms you watch and listen. We're pretty much everywhere, as I said. Um, and yeah, holy crap. So I'm going to start with IndieMain and let's go to the thumbnail and let's start looking at what's going on here. Oh, I still have... Widget up. Okay. Let's put that down. 
Hey, okay. Got people chatting. Colin, Anthony, all the families here. Rick's here. Oz is here. Nikki's here. Hi, everybody. Okay, so, oh, my God. Um, Matt Taibbi. Wow. Um, Rail Strike. Maybe. Wow. Um, I don't. I don't have a story for Rail Strike tonight because it's still ongoing. I mean, I can talk about it, but what's going to happen on the ninth is really going to be the key. Friday's the key. It's either, it, I mean, it's either they're going to strike or they're not, and they're going to do it without permission of the union. I'm hoping they're going to. I'm not. We'll see. But we'll cover that next Sunday night, I pretty much promise, depending on whatever happens on Friday. But like last week, you know, we were still waiting. And now the Biden administration did what we pretty much expected them to do, which was separate the bills and screw them over. So I want to see the result and report on what's actually going to happen. And when, and then what did we miss in all of that? And that's, so that's what we do. So what are we going to talk about this week? We got a couple of things that were definitely missed because everybody I asked, hey, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? They were, no, what do you, whoa, holy crap. So that's, that's what we're here to do. Um, so tonight we're talking about Pete's Coffee. And, and the organizing that's going on there. We're going to talk about a couple of cities and, and water poisoned. Holy, don't you, don't you talk about coffee enough? I, I do. I, I am drinking a really large Duncan and we talk about Starbucks a lot and we, and we shit on Amazon Fucking all the time. Duncan. Fucking Duncan. All right. But we're also going to have some fun tonight uh, with the Satan news network and turncoat Don and, and Joe shut the fuck up. Shit live too. Shut the fuck up, shit loop too. Yes, we're going to do that again. We got to get that into, he, he made some new videos and I want to show them to everybody and, and get them into a, into a clip so that they can go out and everyone can see them because they're just incredible. I love that guy so much. He's great. Love you, Joe. All right, so first story. Poisoned water in Texas. Now, again, mm -hmm. I asked like five people, did you hear about the boil water advisory in Houston this, this month, like this week? They were like, no, what, what are you talking you know, about? You know, in fact, in fact, I did. Did you? Actually, would you like to know, would you like to know where I heard it? Where did you hear about it? On Independent Left News. Hey, how about that? Oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, if Anthony, you, Satan News that, Network. We're going to have some fun. What's that website you got? That's news. That's right. news. that's what it is. Yep. I found um, it So. Poison water comes from our friends at Courthouse News Service, Cameron Langford. Millions of Houston residents are warned to boil tap water. Okay, so this is crazy stuff. And Misty even shared a tweet. I don't have Misty's tweet, but she was outraged, as we all were. A power outage at a water treatment plant triggered, triggered the notice, which will remain in effect until Texas state regulators test samples in a lab. Well, this was like Monday, right? And we have mm -hmm. our, our stock photo shot of somebody shopping for... For water. And now there is none, by the way. But Houston's mayor er oh, said early Monday that he expects a boil water notice affecting all the city's 2.3 million residents to end Tuesday. They're hoping. The advisory, which was issued late Sunday by the city, came as a surprise because it was sunny and 75 degrees across Greater Houston earlier in the day, with no widespread weather events, it seemed, that would necessitate such a warning like Hurricane Harvey in August 17 or Winter Storm Erie and February 21, both of which caused mass power outages throughout the region, right? But yep. it also raised the question of why city officials waited so long to notify the public. This is amazing. Given they set a power outage at a water purification plant about 10 miles east of downtown at 1030 in the morning on Sunday, 
caused the water pressure to drop below the state required minimum PSI of, of 20 pounds, right? Well, when water pressure falls so low, right, groundwater carrying harmful bacteria can enter cracks and holes in pipes. Bacteria that can only be removed from water by boiling it, which experts say. I think there are even people that question that. <clears throat> but I, I wouldn't. But Houston DPW is advising residents to boil water for drinking, food prep, bathing, and brushing their teeth. And not to use water and ice dispensed from their refrigerators, through water, though water pressure was restored to all customers shortly after the outage. That's gross. Mm -hmm. But, okay, Director Houston Water, who's more than 1,400 staff members manage pipelines and treatment plants in a 600-square-mile area, that residents who drank tap water before they learned to notice shouldn't be worried about their health. No. System pressure was never zero. It always remained pressurized. It just fell below the regulatory limit, and that's why I'm not concerned. Mm. He said the city doesn't well, issue boil water notices as soon as the power goes out at a treatment plant, as it must verify first verify that pressure is dropped in the system below 20 and notify Texas Commission of TEQ, right? DCEQ. Yep. There are number steps in the regulatory process for you issue one. We didn't want to and unnecessarily alert the city if we didn't have to. You know, Mayor Turner backed her assurances. City's now focused on regulatory hurdles to remove it. Okay. She means people, she didn't want people to panic. Mm hmm. That's what it sounds like. Panicking by boiling their water? I mean, by going to a store and buying, yeah. and buying bottled water? Right. Buying, buying all the water. Right. Yeah. So she said early Monday that the, the city had met the first requirement, which was re uh, obtaining the approval for its water sample testing plan. All right. Um, workers will begin collecting samples this morning, do two complete sets, send the lab for processing. Okay. They got to be observed at the state lab for 18 hours. Da, 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 da. Water issues were undoubtedly a welcome trade off for some of Houston Independent School District's 194,000 students. District canceled classes Monday giving them another day off following a week-long Thanksgiving break. Oh, this actually belongs in the next uh, in the next segment. I don't know why it's here. I moved it to the wrong Yeah, that's, that's a ruffalo. So that, that's part of the it fracking. It probably means thing. it didn't move to the other one. That's in the fracking. Yeah, I'm in the wrong thing. Okay, anyway. But to follow up, our friend Aaron Brockovich also wrote an article this week about it with Suzanne at the Brockovich Report. Great substack. We We have it recommended on our substack. TheRockovichReport.com. She was trying to get people to subscribe for Giving Tuesday. <clears throat> she does great work yeah. about water. So let's unpack the boil water notice that occurred earlier this week and why, what happened, and let's look at it from her perspective. Now, she uses Unsplash, which is stock photos and credits the, uh, the, the photographer. I love that. But we know that this guy said that Sylvester Turner said they issued the notice in an abundance of caution after two Transformers, a main one and a backup, uniquely and coincidentally failed at a water plant, according to a story in Dallas Morning News. The problem affected plant's ability to treat and pump the water in the transmission system, resulting in low pressure. We, we know this. By Tuesday, testing confirmed that tap water once again met all regulatory standards. Notice was lifted, but not so fast. The order prompted officials to close public schools and inconvenience many residents and, and business owners alike. Sure it did. Right. Bigger story here is about the frequency of boil notices, advisories, and do not drink orders, orders as they are becoming more common in cities and towns throughout the nation. They're indicative of larger drinking water problems at play and show the gaps and failures in our infrastructure. 
Well, if anybody's been talking about that for the last couple of years, the, the last umpteen years, it's been this woman. And thank goodness for that. Texas being one of the worst offenders. So <clears throat> when they had their, their freeze in February 21, more than 14, pe 14 million people were under boiled water notices thanks to the extreme cold. An estimated 1,550 were issued in Texas in 2015, up from about 1,100 in 2012 and 650 in 2008. So they keep issuing more and more and more. In fact, from, tw from 2011 to 16, boiled water notices in Texas increased by 73% according to a 2018 paper published in the Texas Water Journal. Total of almost 6,000 notices recorded during that period. That's a lot of boil, notice, boil water notices, man. I haven't gotten yep. 6,000 boil water notices in my town. Yep. I haven't gotten one that I can think of. Population growth throughout the state has created higher demand for water on a system that's already taxed. Much of that responsibility for future planning falls on Texas Water Development Board which works on the state water plan. And this really gets a little bit granular, but you need to know this stuff in order to be able to figure out why isn't it working the way it is. State water plans on a five-year planning guide, a state water policy designed to anticipate and plan for the water needs of Texas based on conditions of, that are similar to the most recent drought of record. The SWP seeks to plan for the state's water needs 50 years in the future, which is much smarter. Right? PWDB estimates that implementing the water projects recommended by the regional planning groups in the 2020 US will require $80 billion in capital costs over the next 50 years. Wow. We just sent $100 billion across to some Nazis. We could have certainly done, done something with that. And the agency expects yep. $47 billion of that to come from state financial assistance programs. So federal wouldn't even have to subsidize $80 billion or whatever. They would only kick in a portion of that. This is yep. just a fix, Texas, I get. But that's a big fix. Biden's infrastructure plan set aside about $35 billion for Texas projects, but it's unclear how the money will be spent or what projects it'll fund. Of course, because they want to be able to launder it and filter it wherever they want. White House estimates that about $2.9 billion should be allotted specifically for drinking water infrastructure. Yes, that's what they estimate. And there'll be all kinds of hurdles and loopholes and things to jump through. And I'm sure there'll be people that will be friendly donors to what, you know, to to whoever donated to them to make this happen, you can guarantee is going to be the beneficiary. That's how it works. Study authors, all right, and I'm not going to say their names, said in a 2018 paper that, in the, that the rise in boil water notices is most likely attributed to drought because drought and soil moisture loss can damage water infrastructure. Okay, well, that makes sense. Um, yep. Severe droughts pose a threat to drinking water quality because the resulting loss of moisture in the soil often causes water pipelines and ground to break or leak, which then compromises pressure in the system, triggering a boil water advisory. Sure. High population regions like Houston, Dallas metroplexes experience higher than average boil water notices during the study period. These regions account for more than 42% of the Texas population. Yes. So thanks to aging infrastructure, rising population, extreme weather events, and climate change, it seems like boil water notices are on tracks to be much a part of Texas life as barbecue and big hair. Aha. But mm. Texas isn't the only offender when it comes to these notices. Okay, from the calls and emails that Erin receives, she can easily estimate that there are 1,500 boil water advisories happening each month in the United States, but no one is tracking them at the national level. 
The EPA is not tracking boil water advisories, people. Are you kidding me? Suddenly, losing access to clean water or wondering whether the water is safe to drink is both a huge inconvenience and a health hazard. No one wants to receive this kind of wake-up call. Well, we just did. Public utilities issue boil water orders as a preventative public health advisory, usually when heightened levels of bacteria are detected in the water. Boiling water helps kill both harmful bacteria and parasites. Residents are usually advised to bring, a water, to bring water to a full rolling boil for at least one minute to kill any un unwanted organisms. Many people opt yeah, to drink in pasteurization. Right. And many opt to drink with, and cook with bottled water during an advisory. Either way, telling residents to boil water before they drink it helps make it safe for consumption, but certainly causes a lot of headaches for consumers and city officials alike. Plus, there's the issue of public trust. Mm -hmm. Yes. That no they, one has. They also are telling you not to bathe in it. Not to bathe yeah. in it all day long. That's mm -hmm. unconscionable. All right. The communication crisis, of course. So Mulkey and her study co-authors suggested in their paper that increasing strategic crisis communications about boil water notices and other water issues is needed from public water systems. How about fixing the fucking systems? The authors yeah, explain I mean, that I do get that, like, <clears throat> I do get, like, uh, we get boil water notices here when we have, like, a hurricane, mm -hmm. you know, like, well, which is that's, normal. That's what they get, too. But, like, right. I mean, uh, I mean, this is also, like, due to failing power systems and this is infrastructure across the board that's failing on this one. Right. You got to fix know? the problems. The authors explain yeah. that a communications plan needs to show clarity, commitment, transparency, honesty, compassion, and engagement to help foster trust between the public and the city. Yes. Quote, if utilities are not communicating in a timely fashion about when customers need to boil their water, that can cause a rift in the trust that the customers have in the utility and question the overall quality of the water being provided by the utility. Again, I, Valerie in the chat, I, I got a shout out. She says, does anybody actually drink their, their water right now anyway that comes out of the top? I would say the answer is no, but I do brush my teeth with it, number one. I don't do that with bottled water. I also shower with it. I also do drink, uh, like, stuff like my coffee. I make out of the filtered water from the refrigerator, which comes from the from the line. So I, I do use um, some tap water. And Jersey tap is actually pretty decent, believe it or not, because it comes from upstate New York. But, yeah, I mean, the worst part of that is the fluoride that they're putting in stuff. I've had that my whole life, but, though. You know, yeah, I know. Right? And she's she's yep. on, she's actually written about the fluoride and why do we need to mass fluoride people? And you know, it's like same thing with you know universal re requirements for vaccination. It's fluoridation. People require different ones. But <clears throat> Texas yeah, I mean, can learn does, from past. Go ahead. The issue the issue with that is that you know it's it's a medical procedure you're forcing on everyone, essentially. Well, fluoridation you're is too. Up. Yes. Yeah. You're drugging the water, so, exactly. You know, no, yeah. So anyway, Texas can learn which from that. That can affect states. multiple people in multiple ways, which it does. You know, but we're going to get into that pineal gland mm. soon, you know? Yeah. With that. But anyway. Ineffective communication strategies, such as those experienced during the Corpus Christi water crisis in 2015-16, create a broken foundation of trust. Corpus Christi city officials were slow to communicate to the public about a chemical leak in the water lines that sparked a series of boil water notices. Most residents didn't find out the cause and severity until watching the nightly news or through word of mouth. This miscommunication misstep 
weaken public trust in the Corpus Christi water system. And it, communicating in a simple language can build public trust. Very simple water infrastructure is so technical. And we use all this jargon as water professionals that doesn't necessarily need to translate to everyday people. We know this. So as this guy wrote in a 2019 article, no utility wants to issue a notice. But if it does happen, it's important to get it right. Even if your utilities had to had a long, unblemished record, delivering high-quality water, one mishandled contamination event will leave a bad taste in your customers' mouth, so to speak. Yep. Terrible phrase to use. Like a field goal kicker in football, and as unfair as it may be, one big miss can overshadow years of untrustworthy performance. Trustworthy performance. Well, <clears throat> I would say this is a little bit more important <laughs> than a kicker missing the winning field goal, but... Well, this is also, and I'm surprised Brockovich didn't talk about it. We're we're in Tejas, right? What part? Mm -hmm. Yep, Houston, Southern. Right. So we're talking about Hurricane the oil Alley fields, Hurricane Alley, oil. Like, right. sure. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what the stuff they're talking about is getting back into the water. Do they frack in Texas? Uh, I believe they do. I think you got drilling. Double. And okay, which that could make things even worse. Good. So, so, um, yeah, water, folks. Water. Yeah, water. All right. Um, pretty crazy. Uh, anyway, so Rick. Yeah, uh, Valerie, thanks for the warning. Yes, we do need to do more research. Brushing your teeth is enough sometimes. But yeah. She um, was talking about. Oh, Rick. She was wanting to switch to filtered rainwater. And rainwater might even be worse than filtered tap water in particular right? areas. Hmm. Yeah, because yes, like more you get, welcome. This is this is where having a mother who is adept in water ecology, you know, um, helps you. It's like rain, both rainwater and groundwater is highly affected by what we put in the air and ground. So, you know, you're you're around a city, the rainwater itself could be toxic, you know. So, ah. or you're around a city. So then you you like you might as well filter the tap water that the city because the city's already filtering it, they're already treating it at the water treatment. So, you know the issue is is again if they do fluoride the water and that's a problem for you, um. But you know there's there's ways around it. Well water is probably safer, in in some cases, but that depends on where you're at there. So, you know you definitely need to know where, like water is coming from generally florida is a little different because we're a giant sponge anyway you know so unless you're right on the coast doing wells is not bad um but you didn't have to treat that water yourself with you know those big like i remember back in south florida Ablets. we had those like big things with the salt you know yeah those big salt things rock salt in there mm -hmm. yeah so Yep, yep. We actually had a, a water purification system that came in, a water softener. We because we have very hard water in my in my area. Um, it rusts Chlorine, out stuff. Chlorine's usually usually fine. They're putting chlorine in. Like, yeah, you probably can smell it in the summer because, like, that chlor the, but the the parts per billion you know, they're probably using is like still extremely low. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's probably all sorts of other you know stuff in there that is at the same parts per million it's just a you know like 
Got to deal with bacteria somehow. You know what they do in um in uh I want to say the Netherlands. They do this in a few places. There's a um a few videos of it on YouTube if you want to go look. They use uh mollusks, little clams, right? And like they have sensors on the clams, and they feed the uh they like put water through because they're filter feeders anyway, right? So, but they have like a few of them with like a little sensor. So if they close, they'll like it sends an alarm, right? So like, if they're freaked out or whatever by the water, right? Like, it identifies, sets off an alarm. You can go look, see if the water's fucked. You know, usually they know before we do. So you need, you need to know if the water's fucked. Also, oyster farming is a big deal if you're wanting to clean water supplies well oysters do cleanse the water feeders do a pretty fantastic job yep they certainly you know? do they certainly do so um they're delicious bread them fry them i'm not i'm i'm not i'm not a fan uh clams i am a fan I of but oysters i'm not personally there's um the french yes. are a big fan of them they do a they do a thing with um I've always wanted to try it. It's it's raw oysters usually come with accoutrements. Even here in the south when we're doing them down here, it's hot sauce and a cracker, right? But, you know, there they'll do um, a thing called granitas. They're like, they're an Italian thing, I think, technically. But you, like, freeze, like, grapefruit juice or mm. watermelon. And then you come by and you take your fork, right? And you, like, fork all that stuff up and then put it back in the freezer and fork more and... You get like this like slushy snowy ice stuff and then you put that on the oyster. You know? So Rick says yes, we frack in Texas, by the way. Yeah. They got they got the double hitter. They got the That's double the hitter. The fracking and people the... want to do it raw, which is like okay. But you know, you, you pop them on the grill for a little bit. All right. Just steam I, I, them up. Just all right. A I, th I, bit. I think we're done with oyster tuck. All right. No, for now, because we're gonna go. We're gonna Never. get to a good water story now. This is a good water story. Okay. Good water story. Yay! Well, let's well, get to well, it. What, one more time. Yay! Jersey people say water. How? See, I try, but I fall into it. Water. <laughs> I say water, but I but I fall into water. All right, and I water. I, I can't water. help it, but it is it is water, and that that is what water. it is. All right, water. so we're going to poison water. All right, water. That, water. There you water. go. Reef, you're, you you can center yourself a little better, bro. Honestly, you're down can in I? the corner. Yeah, a little bit. Um, okay. There you go. <clears throat> that better? Lower. Down. Lower. Down. There, yeah, there you go. Now you're more centered. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, now you see Reef. Um, okay. Yeah. Poisoned water. Well, we, we actually know about this town that had poisoned water um, because many of us saw the movie Gasland back in 2010, right? Yep. 2009. Habit I think, Oil. I think I meant to watch it. Well, I remember Mark, seeing the interview with Jon Stewart. Well, I watched it, and it was fucking horrifying. And Mark Ruffalo yeah. narrated it, and Josh Fox shot it. They may have been, well, they were on our team totally then, but now obviously we are where we are, but, and hopefully we end up back on the team Mark again, Ruffalo but, with his own, with his own piss? Is he doing, 
No, I'm going to show you what I'm going to show you what that is in a moment, um, because they they okay. actually have a much larger blown up shot of that. But Cabot Oil and Gas reached a plea deal with the Pennsylvania Attorney General after being charged with contaminating the drinking water in Dimock. Will have to pay $16.2 million to rebuild water infrastructure for residents and pay for their water bills for 75 years. Finally, something. But meanwhile, they had to make a movie yeah. about this guy, about this town, right? So again, this is coming out of Mike Ludwig from, from Truth Out. And I will also give a shout out to Brett Wilkins from Common Dreams, also wrote a very similar article to this. And he also made the reference to... um. Gasland movie, which was not referenced here, but I thought that Mike pretty much covered the rest of it. So I put Mike stuff in and I really like Mike. Truth out, Indie Media Award winner. Check them out. They re they redesigned their website. It looks good. So this is what that is. This is what came out of these guys' tap. One of the, out of these guys' tap. Like out of, out of yeah. their oh, gross. Craig Stevens of Silver Lake Township, Pennsylvania, and Ray Kemble on the right of Dimock. Show water samples collected from Dimock during a rally on uh, on fracking-related water investigations, October 10, 2014, outside the EPA's headquarters. They brought the water there and like asked them to drink it. They're like, think, here. Yeah. Do you do you think Obama took a shot of it? Not that. Little, no. Little no. sippy poo. No, not that time. Damn. But, um, Damn. holy crap! Like, so <clears throat> fossil fuel company was convicted of criminal charges on in Pennsylvania on Wednesday, more than a decade after. An early fracking operation poisoned drinking water for residents of the small town of Dimock, sparked one of the first major controversies to arise from the oil and gas boom. After years of legal wrangling, the company formerly known as Cabot Oil and Gas agreed to plead to a no con to plead no contest, fifteen criminal violations of state environmental laws, and pay nearly sixteen million dollars uh, of sixteen point three million for the construction of a new public water supply for Dimock. That sounds fair enough. Activists say some Dimock residents went years without access to clean tap water. And Coterra Energy, who's the company that bought Cabot, will pay their water bills for 75 years under a plea deal with Josh Shapiro. That's Pennsylvania AG. I think either he just won. Didn't he just win the governorship, I believe? I could be wrong. You related uh, to that other Shapiro? No, thank God, no. Um, it remains under okay. unclear whether Coterra will be permitted to frack the area in the future. But production was halted years ago as the scandal unfolded. Um, mm. Located in rural northeastern Pennsylvania, Dimock became ground zero for the debate over fracking when a resident's water well exploded after filling with methane. Residents had already Ooh. suffered from strange rashes and headaches for several months, and at least one family was evacuated from their home, according to the environmental group um, Food and Water Watch. And that's who we posted the tweet from. Residents would later Ooh, learn that water. a. Do you want to read this one, please? Make me really not sound <laughs> super Jersey. Residents would later what learn that a fracking rig run by a, by a cabin subsidiary had ruptured a methane pocket, but kept drilling despite a leak. Uh huh. That's fucking lead into it. You know what I'm saying? Residents would later learn that a fracking rig run by a cabin subsidiary had ruptured a methane pocket, Julia. but kept drilling despite Ju a leak. Julia. Julia. I gotta, gotta install go the throttle. ceiling fan. Go finally, throttle. Julia, some justice," said Ray Kimball. Dimock <laughs> resident. Oh God, no, don't do that. Pennsylvania. Yes, a Dimock <laughs> resident whose water was contaminated. In a statement. This is serious, <sighs> man. We shouldn't do this. This case proves once and for all that the gr the drilling and fracking <sighs> contaminated our water. I mean, it did. That's why I pay. I made this big because. <clears throat> <laughs> 
And I should, we should stop here because this is an actual resident there saying, finally, some justice. This case proves once and for all the drilling and fracking contaminated our drinking water. There's tons of places that tell you that that's not true and that, ah, it's fine. No, this absolutely proves it. Fine. Yeah, sure. Rick wants you to keep making fun of me for it. Yeah. Uh, sure, he's from Texas, of course. Yeah, we, I, I'm gonna get you back, bro. All right, so back in 2009, yep. fracking was a relatively new technology allowing producers to drill or frack horizontally in vast underground shale formations that were rich in oil and gas but largely inaccessible to conventional drilling. The Obama Which is administration, for those who don't know, just to real quick, what that actually is pump water into rock, hopefully, oil comes out. Because water, oil don't mix. Gas. No, natural so, gas. It's natural gas. Sure. Right. Either way, that is a a, a hydrocarbon yeah. that will not mix with water. Mm-hmm. So it, it, um, it, it can pull THC out of weed, but I digress. <laughs> so the Obama administration, yeah, we, we know all about those guys, embraced fracked natural gas as a bridge fuel. That would allow the U.S. to reduce coal consumption and meet climate goals. And the industry was engaged in an intense campaign to win over lawmakers and ensure to the public that fracking is, quote unquote, safe. Thanks, guys. It's, 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 it's clean. It's, it's uh, Oz would like to define. Oz would like us to please define what clean water is. Clean um, water would be something that doesn't kill you when you drink it or bathe in it. That Sure. Um, hasn't had anyone's ass wash itself in it, you know? People across the country like, remember what happened here in Dimock, and now they will know the rule of law has won the day. And that's the attorney general. And he's either running for governor, he's going to run for governor, or he just won the governorship. That's exactly what the AGs do. However, the plea government was 14 years in the making. Shapiro, who's a Democrat, who Hero. recently battled off a fight for a, a far-right Republican and was elected Pennsylvania's next governor. Ha-ha, see, I knew it. Brought charges against the Coterra Energy in 2020 after a grand jury investigation determined that fracking was to blame for methane and other contaminants in water wells used by residents who initially signed agreements allowing Cabot to frack under their property. Hmm. Under their pro wait. Yes. They gave them permission because they said it was safe. Oh, God. You mean like other places where you're not even allowed to do it anywhere near because, you know, water moving through rock. Wait, what's that word? (laughs) Water? Yeah. Water? Water. Um, All right. So Shapiro demurred when he was asked whether Cotero would be permitted to frack near Dimock in the future. What? saying that he would review any proposals with his environmental secretary after taking over as governor. Governor Leck also called for stricter regulation of fossil fuel production. Quote, if the regulators fail to do that, then the industry industry is not going to be constrained, and they're going to go ahead and put profits for people. Unquote. Of course they are. That's what they do. Industry never puts people before profits. Previous investigations by state and federal regulators yielded mixed and highly controversial results. In 2010, the, the DEP in Pennsylvania fined Cabot for contaminating water in 19 homes and drew up plans for alternate water supply for Demock. However, in 2012, the DEP allowed Cabot to resume fracking in the area after a pause. Why? I have no idea. But 
Plans to construct a line connecting Dimok to a water treatment facility were dropped by state officials after Cabot agreed to a $4.1 million settlement with 19 families living with contaminated water. That seems awfully low for 19 families, personally. Yeah. All right. I mean, um, for possibility of like... And this is I why. Mean, because for years, residents relied on bottled water and deliveries of fresh water because they understood that their well water was contaminated. At one point, Cabot was ordered to deliver water to impacted residents, even as the company continued to claim no responsibility for the pollution. On October 19, 2011, the EP told Cabot that the company was no longer required to deliver water to affected families as the dispute over the source of contamination continued. Like they still don't know what it is. No, like, no they're just it couldn't denying. be the fucking fracking. Ah. Okay. In 2012, federal EPA ran its own test of drinking water in Denmark, but Federal, but officials abruptly closed the investigation and declared the water safe to drink with help from special filters and despite the presence of contaminants associated with fracking. Yeah. It was later revealed that EPA staff members had warned their superiors that more testing was needed due to the presence of dangerous pollutants. But Obama administration. Mm -hmm. During the controversy, jugs of brown tap water from Dimock became national symbols of the dangers posed by fracking. In 2014, Kimball and other residents delivered samples of contaminated water from to the EPA headquarters in Washington, D.C. For years, Cabot, like the rest of the industry, claimed no wrongdoing as it pressed to expand fracking infrastructure in Pennsylvania and across the nation. I seem to recall like Steve Colbert and John Stewart getting behind this, too. I remember these guys going on yes, the Daily Show. I, I definitely remember that was a thing. And pouring the water in the yeah. cup and just be like, holy shit. Right? Yeah. Fracking does not contaminate drinking water, the industry claimed. We now know from the thousands of peer-reviewed studies in Pennsylvania and beyond that fracking damages the environment and releases air and water pollution that can seriously harm human health. Now, a lot of right-wing... pollution directly responsible for, because of our... Well, not the pollution, but knowing that the air gets polluted. Partially Brockovich, right? With her, uh, like... That's... Yes. Uh, she's definitely part of this too. All of it. I mean, again, yeah. So we're so. We're, where's where's my where's my Misty? I need Misty. We're, we're fucked. Yeah. Thank you. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Thank you, Big Al. Uh, or actually, that's Mister <laughs> Slave. Oh yes, God, Jesus that Christ. Is Mr. Slave. Nice. Jesus Christ. I love it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, here we Jesus. go. Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like the last one gets the angels in there. So, you know? oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. E. Like, Heller. Actually, Jesus. Dot com. <laughs> to Ed Heller. What's up, dude? Yipper. Wardier. Yeah. Warda. Wada. Woodger. Warda. Thank you. Warda. No, it's it's, it's Warda. It's, it's Warda. The J is yes. silent. Everybody's W-O-U-J-D-E-R. Jersey so people you know really do act like no, they totally don't, Yipper. No, it's 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 a myth. <laughs> people at the Jersey Shore act so Jersey Shore, but there's three Tom parts of will Jersey. know this guy in chat. Uh Brad from uh Bon Appetit, which Condi Nast uh subsidiary. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm not exactly happy about that, especially that Brad stayed and all the other ones left. Um, during that whole debacle, they had a, they had a problem with some, like, uh, not hiring 
the way you should be and not paying African Americans the way they should be and oh nice. uh, yeah real fucked um but anyway Brad over there Jersey guy right um there's a bunch of fermented stuff you know um but every time they say his classically he had a really good editor and the editor every time he said water would put up a little like just like little like he would type it out and put it up on screen somewhere w o u j d e r water 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 like we go to get water like you know oh there's i'm sure there's uh i probably could find a um i kind of feel personally attacked by all that but i'll look for that it's all good um oz came over to the rock fin to say hi hi somebody did it's nice thank you we love rockfin Rockfin's a kick-ass platform. Everybody go over there and check out rockfin.com slash IND left news, rockfin.com slash INN. Sign up there for free. There are no ads. They don't censor. People don't use it enough. It's way better than Rumble. Uh, so, all right, let's get to the next story. All right. Another story I asked people about, hey, did you hear about like Pete's Coffee organizing? They're like, wait, Pete's Coffee? Half the people around the country don't even know about Pete's coffee and they don't drink Pete's coffee. But the people who do, they really love it. And it is kind of a thing. Um, and so what's happening? Pete's workers are filing to unionize, joining the massive cafe union wave. Oh, wait, my screen's mm. okay. My screen went dark for a second. Another Truth Out article. Are you okay? okay. Well, my, my screen went dark for a second. Sorry. It reflected. We're good. <clears throat> Another Truth yep. Out article. Again, any media award winner. But this is a double ED Media Award winner because it's also by Sharon Zhang, who's one of the best writers and labor writers uh, in the country and in the world today. Um, if you're not following her, you should be. Zhang underscore Sharon. She tweets pretty decently, but she writes amazingly over at, uh, at, at Truth Out. So if successful, Pete's would be the first to unionize. This, these two cafes would be the first to unionize in the 330 chain location. And that's a pretty decent size. This one's in Union Square in New York City. Workers at two Pete's locations in Davis, California, are filing for union this week, hoping to join growing cafe wave. Right? As first reported by a more perfect union, our friends, or, you know, sometimes our friends, most of the time our friends. Workers at Pete's locations say they've been organizing for five months with Workers United, a subsidiary of SEIU that's been behind Starbucks Workers Union Drive which is unionized, of course, more than 250 stores over the last year. Workers are confident they'll be successful with union leaders at both stores, saying employee support for union is nearly unanimous. They've asked management to agree to a list of non-interference principles and requested that management not retaliate against workers for unionizing. Fingers crossed. Workers yeah. say they were prompted to organize by poor working conditions within the chain. So what happened here? Well, first of all, the workers have the right to organize and should definitely organize if they want to. Okay. But pay starts at minimum wage, they say, which in California is 15 an hour, below the the living wage of at least 2182 for an adult in the state with no children, according to the Massachusetts, to MIT's living wage calculator. <clears throat> workers are also sent home early from their shifts, which cuts their pay and places stress on remaining staff. All right. 
I really love what I do. I really believe in Pete's values, but every year it gets harder to do this job. He gets busier and busier. Everything gets more and more expensive. Okay. At my last review, I got the highest mark you can get. That raise was 50 cents. With inflation, that's less money than I made last year. It radicalized me. Yeah. I feel you, Alex. So it's not just, it's just not enough money fundamentally for the jobs we're doing here. They're really demanding physically, mentally, and very technical. And we've talked about what baristas do and all the different combinations and the customer service and exactly what the assembly line kind of stuff they have to do is. It's really hostile customers, increasing popularity of mobile orders, created stressful and sometimes abusive conditions at work. <laughs> of course, with company higher-ups taking little action to mitigate problems like harassment from customers. Meanwhile, there's little opportunity for upper movement from work for workers. And that's one of the things, you know, even in my own job, like what's a career path? Like, is there, what's your, if there's no future for me here, why do I want to be here? Because I'd rather be with someone that has an idea of where they think they might want to put me and give me an idea say, Hey, if you do these kind of things. We can, we, we can see you going toward this type of role and you'll acquire these skills. And not only would they be valuable here, but they'll probably be valuable elsewhere as well. There's no recourse for harassment by customers. We've had few members of our clientele who've made a lot of employees really uncomfortable and not comfortable coming to work. Jeez. You imagine dreading coming to work because a customer every day is just going to come and berate you. What ends up happening mm -hmm. is nothing gets done and people continue to be uncomfortable and feel unsafe in the workplace. And then they quit. That's what they want. They want to be managed out. Similar yeah. issues have been reported by unionizing Starbucks workers who also say that low pay, harassment from customers, and seeming indifference from management in solving such problems drove them to unionize. Yep. So, if successful, these workers will form a union in one of the largest coffee chains in the country. They would also join workers at local coffee shops like Darwin's in Boston, Colletivo in Wisconsin, Spot Coffee Buffalo, the last of which inspired the Starbucks movement. So, again, that's a quick one, uh, but I did want to called attention well we did have a pretty big blow this week with the unions at with the train with the train guys um we did have also a pretty decent sized deal here with uh with pete's and again well it's still early um nlrb is going to get involved we're going to see if this works and sounds like the store is down what's the company going to do Will they close the locations? Will they just pull a Starbucks and just shut it down? I, I don't Probably. know. I sure hope not. Well, there's two of them, first of all. They're, they lose, you know, 20, mm -hmm. 30 employees of their best stores. They'd have to figure out how to relocate or whatever. And um, Rick drinks Zabatista coffee. That's I've never even heard of. All right. And... Um, mm -hmm. Real coffee, always better than franchise coffee. Well... I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Dunkin' fanatic and addict and junkie and I'm drinking it right now. Yeah, solidarity with the workers, hundred percent. Uh, Rick and everyone. How many we got watching now? Sixteen live there. That kind of stuff is like the McDonald's of coffee. Dunkin'. Yes. Okay. And Starbucks and whatever, like, you know. Um, well, all right. So like, before we get much fancy Keurigs. Well, before we get to the, the next story, 
and and that's our last one already. Uh, and it's like I said, it was gonna we're gonna whip through this tonight. Um, about the train stuff, because um, mm-hmm. I do follow it closely. And Reese, like, dude, you got to say something about it. And you're right, I do have to say something about it. So here's what I'm gonna say: is everybody said no, the union said no, and government said no. Are they gonna walk? And they're gonna shut the shit down, or are they not gonna shut the shit down? And that's the big question. And that's gonna happen Friday. That's, the problem. That's the problem is. Happen. The problem is, if they do that, the union's gonna pull out on them. I am drinking coffee right now, Valerie. Yes, Eric, welcome. How are you, brother? Brother, good to see you always. Um, if they do, shut it down. They're gonna lose their benefits. They're gonna get fired, and they're gonna get destroyed in the press. That's already been set mm-hmm. up. And they've set this up for the last three months. And this is what I was screaming about. We had we did a segment about six weeks ago, and I've been sharing the hell out of it because Bree Joy Gray and all these people that finally woke up to, hey, there might be a problem with the rail guys. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about this in September. We knew that this was going to happen we after the election. That yeah. We covered that ago. six months ago. Yeah. So <sighs> it's it's so frustrating because again, we knew that they kicked this down the road. Until after the election, so they could do pretty much exactly this. Browbeat everybody into the most important election, elect us, save democracy, and then turn around and kick them in the balls. And it's exactly what they did. They kicked them in the balls Mm -hmm. this week. All right? AOC running around like, oh, this is what the union asked me to do. They asked you to separate the seven days, not the 15 days that they wanted. The union leadership asked you to separate seven days, put it into a separate bill, and send that to Congress so they knew it would die? Get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. I've been salty all week about this nonsense, as you can tell. Now, there's an organizing Mm -hmm. call on Tuesday. INN will be dialing in. We will be trying to live stream it. Colin has been amazing checking that out. I love you, brother. Thank you so much for all your help with all this stuff. Um, And and we are all over this, and we are trying to reach out and support the rail workers. Uh, Solidarity, of course. Trying to drum up sentiment and try to get people aware, raise awareness to what's happening, because they're smearing these guys in the corporate press. They're 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 going to blame the rail guys. I mean, for yep. wanting one vacation day, set two weeks of vacation. Somebody posted a thing that Joe Biden actually campaigned on twelve weeks of vacation for the entire country, if I remember correctly. 12 weeks of paid vacation, which is insane. I mean, come on. He really campaigned on that? Even if it was two weeks of paid vacation. Where's these guys two weeks? What I say, nationalize Mm -hmm. the rails. Hell, Warren Buffett, sorry, brother. You can't do this to these people. You got 100,000 people that you just did this to. And again, the problem is not the money. Hmm? They got to take their power back, don't they? The problem is not the money. The problem is the scheduling. The problem is, and we talked about this, is the blocks, the four to five days that they're requiring these people to be away from their families. You can't have a family life mm-hmm. not seeing your children for four days. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so we're going to have some fun right now because this has been hell so far and it's been a crazy fucking week. So let's just cut loose. I love these guys. Now. I don't know how many of you guys know INM member Joe, shut the fuck up, shit, leave too, and Turco Don. Turco Don makes some great videos. And so this started out, <clears throat> hey, we know this guy. 
That's Joe. Um, apparently, Joe is Satan. And we're going to find this out now. So what happened was, what had happened was, ah, let's, let's blow this back up, sorry. What had happened was, Jericho Don puts this video with out. these people? Right? Thank you. So he cuts this segment out of a Jimmy Dore uh, clip that's actually featuring him, which is kind of cool. So hang on, let me go back to the two shot. Yep. And I'll cue this up. And we'll see. Put this up. Ah! What? Wait, where, 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 where's Turncoat? What happened? Okay, you know what? Before we do the turncoat stuff. Uh, Brett West, stop. Press back. Press back. No, no. You know what? No. I, I have a reason. I have a reason. Go I want to do turncoat last. Notifications. Yes. Then go back. Hit the back button. Yeah. Okay, hit it again. Yeah. Keep one of those is the turncoat video. No, no. It's, it's over here. I know where it is, but no. Oh. Uh, sorry. I realize that I'm actually gotcha. I actually want to do the Joe stuff first, okay? And, and the first one messages. was was the zombie thing. Yeah, here this one, that's the one I wanted to do first. Was this? Um, so Joe has made a couple new videos that I don't know if everybody's seen. I know that most people have seen one of them, uh, and I thought it was really funny, and I wanted to show it on on the show. Um, so before we do any of this, because that will also kind of lead into the other thing, and I, we could get DMC8 after the other one. So I want to show the Joe videos first. Before and we could mm -hmm. we could get copyrighted for all this stuff, and if so, I'll cut out sure. the segment and we'll do what we have to do. But I want everyone to see it because it was fun. So yep. let's go back to Joe, and we're gonna go bip, and we're gonna go to Indie Main. Wow, that's big. Okay, that's his logo, not mine. And we're gonna hit play. Mm -hmm. Oh, America! I wish I could tell you that this was still America. This is called zombie apocalypse. That you can't have a country without people. And there are no zombie people land. here. Zombie land. Nope. Oh, my friends. This is now the United States of Zombie Land. <laughs> It's amazing how quickly things can go from bad to total shitstorm. And why am I alive when everyone around me has turned to meat? It's because of my list of rules. Rule number one for surviving Zombieland: cardio. Cardio. When the virus struck, for obvious reasons, the first ones to go were the fans. That actually really does look like. Yes. Yes, crap. <laughs> Poor fat Joe did this. But as the infection spread and the chaos grew, it wasn't enough to just be fast on your feet. You had to get a gun and learn how to use it. Which leads me to my second rule, the double tap. Yeah, we're totally going to get hit. You're not sure the undead are really dead dead? I think we've Don't get all stingy edited with your enough bullets. on top of this. I mean, one more clean shot to the head. And this lady could have avoided putting reaction happy in meal. We'll It wasn't be long before the zombies began to get clever. When you're at your most vulnerable, somehow they could just smell it. Can a guy George take a W. In peace? 
Don't let them catch you with your pants down. Rule number three, beware of bathrooms. As zombies began to outnumber humans, well, that's when you had to cut all emotional ties. The girls in your neighborhood are now fucked up little monsters. <laughs> Greta. Well, maybe it's time to stop driving carpool. You had to focus on your own survival, which leads to rule number four. Pretty basic. Keep that. <laughs> that looks like Hillary really good. It, it's face smash. It's going to be a bumpy yep. ride. No good. No good. All right. So that was the first one. All right. Now let me switch back. And, and the next one. I think everybody's pretty much seen. Um, it, it's already over 33,000 views on Twitter. I have not gotten it up yet on. Um, Do you have the clip of Turncoat with the with Jimmy reading the... Um, yes, that I have that tweet, first. I, okay. I have that first with the tweets, and, and I'm going to tell the story so that we can... It explains why, we're, yeah, yeah, why, yeah. why he made the video. So, uh, but before we do that... <clears throat> I bring you Joe's latest. Breaking. After some talk that progressive Democrats would torpedo Biden's rail deal, the Congressional Progressive Caucus just issued a statement signaling that members will go along with the Pelosi plan to enforce Biden's deal. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, vote separately on Bernie's request, and this is really Bernie's work here, Bernie's request. Um, to uh, add seven sick days. The moment came and they did nothing. They just revealed themselves. This is a clarifying moment. They all revealed themselves. They'll never fucking fight when the moment comes. They're not doing it. They're not doing it. Part of the problem and what enrages me beyond words at this point is that the Congressional Progressive Caucus went along with this maneuver. (laughs) Most people can't see through this garbage. I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm real sick. This has happened multiple times at this point. I'm real sick of AOC in particular. (laughs) (laughs) Go show her the video of AOC saying we got to cause a ruckus. We got to be willing. We can do this. All it takes is courage. And then show AOC saying we have to uphold the rule of law. She 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 went from she went from MLK to Nixon in 30 days. And you're not going to call that out. Another tweet that I want to draw attention to, AOC, for instance, again, yesterday tweeted, Railroad workers grind themselves to the bone for this country as their labor produces billions for Wall Street. They demand the basic dignity of paid sick days. I stand with them. If Congress intervenes, it should be to have workers' backs and secure their demands in legislation. I agree, AOC. I totally agree with you on that. The the, the squad agrees with us, our policy positions, but when they won't do anything to implement them, it doesn't fucking matter. Except you didn't. You voted for the legislation you spoke out against on Twitter yesterday. Mm. See, I hope people understand that tweets don't necessarily translate into actions. Damn, that's (laughs) violent, Anna. It could. It could. It could, yeah. I mean... (laughs) Like, one day on Twitter, she'll say, I'm looking out for labor. This is... uh, It's unreasonable. We can't can't vote to prevent them from striking. They deserve the sick days off. You vote no. That forces them back to the negotiating table. But this time... She agrees to vote yes on the legislation 
that basically intervenes preventing them from striking. That's not tone, that's violence. The because next they day, had a no, compromise. Exactly, exactly. There's always an excuse. It's always like high-minded, three-dimensional chess, except you got played. Do you not see that? Because they know we're all watching Damn. and we're going to hold their feet to the fire now. So hold their feet to the fire. Quit making fucking excuses. Listen, guys, I tell you that Republicans, the Republican Party is trash every day. I don't know what more I can do. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe I'm being sincere there, okay, that's on you. But the Republican Party tells us who they are. They tell us what they plan to do. They give us endless warnings about what they're gonna do. But the Democrats, they lie to us. I don't criticize Democrats because I favor Republicans. I criticize Democrats because they favor Republicans. And when push comes to shove, all they give us is kente cloths and poems. I'm not interested. I'm not making this up. This is the existential crisis we're living in. This party is an absolute failure. They failed the American people. And I'm not, I'm just, I'm done with the performative politics. I'm done with like the incredibly shallow culture war narratives. I want That's fighters. Right, this is a failed experiment. This is a failed experiment. The, the, you know, if you don't recognize that the progressive movement is unbelievably fucking decimated. And that they won't even fight a little and they love it. So enjoy that. The hoes be knowing. Maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 beats out of by at least two years. Fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> I love the other fuck face. Somebody actually commented on the YouTube uh, on on the uh, the Twitter thing. Just they they tweeted at Joe. Fuck face. Uh, so good. Yo, uh, I just, I just love that man. He's so good. He's so great <laughs> at what he does. Um, and I, I, I had a little, a little surprise made. Um, we do kind of don't have a, an intro for Indie News Network that kind of showcases who everybody in the network is that we could put as our Rumble trailer. And actually, if you had gone to Rumble tonight, and you would look for prior to the stream, um, yeah, you would have seen this trailer. Which, which, by the way, uh, if you're ever in the chat or looking at our videos, especially on INN, if you want to use that clip feature, we always uh, leave open for people and send us those clips that you think are good, you know, like that minute 30 range, minute, yeah. 30 seconds, kind of reels, reels type of things, yep. yeah, stuff we can share, but check this like, out. Check this out. It's a minute. And then we'll get to Don and we're going to all laugh. Indie News Network, collaborative family of independent content creators. Co-hosted normally by me, Indy. I'm founder and editor of Indie Left News and Indie Media Today. I got Reef Freeland sitting next to me. Uh, we're all founding, founding members, like I said. Of ANN, the Indie News Network. Uh, my name is Jesse Jett. It's American tradition. Stop Space Monkeys. Welcome to Political Fight Club. I'm Robert Durden. Go to Melensplain.com. Welcome to another episode of the show your parents warned you about. It's Reaver at the Dark. Guys, it's time to meet with Tommy H. Politics. I mean, I mostly make Gord Brian and Big Man Crab Joe. Keep up those great videos. I'm Tatami of the YouTube channel Tatami's Diary. It's Andrew Rivera. I'm the handsome cynic. Uh, stay high, everyone. Hey, guys, it's Yeti. Uh, coming at you. It's Politics and Survival. Hello, my name is Lucy. This is Chris Legion and uh, peace out. Let's go. It says Colin too fancy. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that to me. Keep fighting that good fight. I love Colin. Flip it out. I'm in the tuxedo. Hey. 
who are these people? <laughs> oh yeah, that's got to be in there too. All right. Any news network? Hang on, let me, oh, why is that repeating again? All right. So yeah. thank you, Joe. Of course, I love that man. He's so good. And 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 so now I can get to the Don story. Um, Turncoat Don is hilarious, and uh, we've known Don for quite a while and been in some chats with him and seen some of his amazing yep. work on on the Jimmy Dore show. You can follow him at Turncoat D on Twitter, uh, on the Twitters. Uh, hopefully he'll be watching this. If not, I'm going to definitely send him this clip and he'll crack up and he'll love it. Um, he's been affiliated and around and friends of INN, sometimes affiliated with INN, and we would love him to be more part of INN if he wants to be anytime he's welcome. But so Jimmy Dore did a segment um, uh, about, I don't know, a week ago on November 27th, or he, he published this tweet from the day before show. And he's saying, you know, he he does this thing about about Don. And so here's the here's the video. And Don clips it, and it's about two two and a half minutes, two minutes long, just long enough for Twitter. You know, Twitter limits you to two minutes and twenty seconds on a video. Not everybody yeah. knows that. <clears throat> All right. So this is the clip. He did a video, and he calls it the recipe for the collapse of an empire. And this is actually very very powerful. So I'm going to play it, and I'm going to try not to stop it. Turncoat John, I like his, he says, class war, not culture war. Universality, Medicare for all, UBI. If there were no poor people, there'd be no poor people of color. No to censorship, yes to free speech. Who's he followed by? Yes, millions live on Joe. the street in our country mm-hmm. because the corporations control everything. our government. But let's fight fascism. Hey, if you're worried about the homeless out in the cold winter this uh, winter, uh, nuclear war is the best portable generator. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) And this guy is a uh, Putin puppet, Kremlin stooge, and a white supremacist. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That's what what you get, Don. That's what you get, Don. (laughs) That's what you get. Fucking Don. God. Well, so here's what happens. <laughs> Charlie. Mm. Hey, I know that. Ian and and Joe Look becomes Satan. Satan. And I'm wow. just well. So I, uh, I, I, you know, when you see a video like that, the first thing that pops in my mind is I wonder when the American people are going to rise up against their corporate controlled, corrupt, 100% corrupted government Tomorrow, that is their enemy. Your Jim government Jim. is your enemy, not Russia. Your government is your enemy. Not Syria. The United States government is your enemy. Not half of the its residents. The United States government is your enemy. Not Venezuela. Not Brazil. Not Yemen. Not Afghanistan. Not Iran. Not Iraq. Your enemy is the United States government that is crushing the worker every day while pillaging your U.S. Treasury, giving it to the military-industrial complex, Wall Street, Big Pharma, and sending it to the most corrupt country in Ukraine. Mm. Devastating. Mm. Right? So, again, I I, I love this man. So that, that generates a storm of tweets and replies, and Kit is volunteering to be the lead singer for the Putin puppets. And... Mm. Of course, I jumped in and I said, well, I'm seeing that INN was featured in the group. 
I'm proud to lead a group of Putin puppets. And I thought you might get a kick out of that. I said, well, wait a minute. And so now that was like one that night, the next morning I woke up in the morning. I'm like, wait a minute. So Joe work. Joe is part of INN. So that means that Satan is an editor for the Putin puppets at INN. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, Don, Don kind of ran with that a little bit and, and he decided I play, Hey, Hey, yes. I play drums for Satan and the Putin, Putin puppets. Like you got to understand. Well, and and like, and the Orf, band by wouldn't the way, happen without me. By the way, Orf com- uh, complimented Reef on his drum twirling skills last week. I did hear from Orf after we did his segment, and so okay, here Thanks. we go. Let's pray that YouTube doesn't <laughs> shut us down. Yes, we know it's Van Halen, but here we go. We're gonna have some fun. Let's see, I don't know. Let me think. Let me knock on Mr. Nog. Who could trick us into doing that? Is there a cover band of Van Halen? It's it's Van Halen. Now, now, watch the URLs on the banner. Watch the banner. I'm going to have to cut this from the podcast. This might be my favorite video ever. And Jimmy made an amazing trailer. Killed with me. Dude killed me Mama with this. With yes, this is this is Crab on lead singer actually. And uh, Jesse Jet is playing guitar. So good. Oh my god, I flipped me out. It's not over yet. Love that he grabbed all these different Satan heads from South Park. I'm such a <laughs> such a South Park fan. Like this is such an homage and just perfect in so many ways. Satan News Network, and he's flipping us back here. Oh, thank you. And hopefully, we're talking over it enough that we're not going to get pulled. But yeah, it, we're on Rockfin. We're on Rumble. We're everywhere. Done out of love. Oh. oh, Don, thank you. You broke me. You, I love you. That was so good. I appreciate that, and uh, and I'm honored that uh, that you would feature INN and and Satan News Network. So, everybody, go follow Satan News Network. No, don't follow Indie News Network. IndieNews.network and. Uh, Holy crap, that was just amazing. I love that guy. Those guys are so funny. It they they are making this a lot more fun um to do. And we live in a news hellscape and just having a little bit of fun occasionally. We need to do that and cut loose. And we probably need to do that more often than we do. Um but it's a lot of stuff to cover and 
Yeah, I, I didn't know anything about the water stuff. I didn't know anything about the Pete's Coffee stuff. Water. Water. And then we're going to talk about the rail stuff really next week because if they go on strike, it's going to be the biggest story of the week. The other thing we could talk about a little bit is the Taibi and the Twitter stuff. That also is still developing. And I think we're going to have a lot more clearer picture as to what's happening. I did want to call attention to the to the poll that's happening on Twitter. I think it may have closed at this point. If not, Elon Musk was running a 24-hour poll on should Julian Assange and Edward Snowden be pardoned? Um, the answer is they should actually have the charges dropped against them both. So they, they shouldn't should, be pardoned. They should be free. They should both be free, yes. but the, there were over 3 million votes and there was an 80% for positive um, ratio coming towards hardening them or setting them free. 80% of the Twitter, Twitter audience that voted said, yes, set them free. And there's been a tremendous awakening and awareness this week about the Assange case. And I'm so proud of Misty and Kathy oh, and, and everybody. Eliza that, Blue. Everybody that has like, been speaking out on behalf of Julian he stepped up big time for all these this, years, like, not just this week. Elon, Gordon Dimmack, Rogan. I mean, yeah, Jimmy, so Jimmy Dore. I mean, everybody for keeping this alive and keeping this going. Ed Heller, over 3.3 million votes, 80% saying set these people free and let them come home um, and let them live their lives. And they're that's insane. I've I've never That's seen anything like this. I've never seen anything like it. Um, <coughs> it's got to do something to sway public sentiment. And and again, uh, even even Cynthia McKinney, who is former former representative from Alaska, or even senator, but she's great. Why pardon them when they did nothing? They exposed wrong that was being done by our government. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yep. I did want to call attention to that in the Twitter leaks. Also, of course, obviously the Hunter the Hunter Biden stuff and. Twitter. I say what we do, what we, what we do is we make a time machine, okay? Like that's what we 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 force the government to make a time machine, so that we can go back and make sure that they don't end up in prison. That's what. That's what we should do. That's 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 my demand, DOJ. <laughs> you know, right. there's like, a, there's also the forty four thousand. Human trafficking accounts that have been shut down on Twitter. Child, I think they were even related to yep. child trafficking. That Eliza Blue yes. has been so incredible and diligent and taking a lead in, in, in talking to Elon Musk and the people at Twitter in order to get these taken down and expose these rings. Um, wow. So now she says she's moving on to the UN. So that uh, to to take on their massive problem of child trafficking. She says more than just child trafficking. I mean, we we've also human. had uh, human trafficking. Taz Ukraine Brooker on yep. um, on politics Taras, and survival, mm-hmm. and she did the what's that documentary called? Um, uh, every oh goodness, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head now. I can't. Right, it's it's like we when when we speak. That's yes, it. when we speak. That's right. Um. So that talked about one of the in Haiti, the UN were sexually assaulting like the women of Haiti during the earthquake, like bad. Yeah. And like one of the people in in there was one of the whistleblowers for that. That's wow. insane. And the Clinton Foundation was heavily um, involved in that Haiti stuff. Yeah. Um yes, and, they were. Yep. 
and guess, and another guy island that they were heavily named, involved with going Jeffy. on a plane to an island multiple mm-hmm. times and then we get into like there's so oh i agree craig greg crab that uh, a billionaire does not need to end the downfall of capitalism that's hilarious he is not iron man though he thinks he is and he wants to be um it's i'll take what he's doing I think that he picked the absolute best person to drop the Twitter files on. Um, someone who you know, has maybe, integrity. Maybe we should rethink that pizza thing. Maybe it was like a different pizza place. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> this fucking shit is um, ridiculous. So, Ugh. we'll have problems. I'm guessing that next week will be the trains and more on the Taibi stuff. That's pretty much setting the agenda. I'm guessing that you're going to hear a lot of this week. And remember, also, huge media distractions. What does that mean? What are they mm-hmm. trying to hide? What are they trying to cover? What else happened this week? Oh, yeah, there was these things. But Hakeem Jeffries was quietly voted by all the squad members as to be the minority leader for the uh, for the Democrats. Now, he's part of the mm-hmm. CPC. So, therefore, as a progressive, quote, unquote, they needed to vote for him. It was not really going to be close, but they still, he still needed their vote. And they got what for it? Nobody even asked them. Nobody yep. even challenged them because we just know they're, they're just Dems now. So mm-hmm. um, I wanted to, to, to call notion to that because uh, I want, you know, make mention because anybody who expects these people are ever going to do anything, even Anna Kasparian figured it out. Like, come on. If even Anna's care, we're, we're good. Um, right. And Crab's right. It, it really is all. She's allowed to figure it out. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. She's allowed like, to get it right. Like somebody else we know, Mr. Ryan Grimm. Yeah. He's only allowed to get things right when he's allowed to. I'm sorry. So, yes, mm-hmm. Big Man Crab. It's all a charade. It is PR, but Taibi got involved because it really is groundbreaking leak. Yes. And he doesn't need the money. He doesn't answer to anybody. And um, he will get down to the truth, and he think he knows that Republicans and Democrats are both corrupt, and is perfectly happy to uncover all kinds of corruption on both sides. So to also me, he's the perfect guy to do so. That's and he came out and Just said, to point that out. if you think that I'm being paid, you're stupid, because he knows that he's already going to pick up so much revenue between book deals and Substack subscriptions and everything else that. He's not going to have to worry. Um, I also did, speaking of Substack, we we went paid this week. We turned on paid Substack and opened up a Stripe account after two years, uh, or a year and a half being on the platform. If anybody wants to sign up, we really appreciate it. it it's 100 bucks a year or $10 a month. You can support the channel. Really appreciate it. If not, totally understand. Only for people who can afford it and really believe what we're doing and want to support it. We appreciate everything you do. Certainly take some money to, to run this. Reese looking for a stream deck. That's I told him when we get another hundred bucks, either donated or after the next hundred bucks, he gets a stream deck. So that's the next thing we're we're doing. Um we gotta get him another one because there's just he's running too many shows. And Democrats are zombies, yeah. actually. <laughs> Eric, that that's kind of appropriate, right? Zombie land. So what's gonna happen this week? Who knows where we will be one week from now? Um because Find out next time on episode 62.
where we will talk about the rail workers. We will talk about Matt Taibbi and Elon Musk and Twitter files and who knows what else? Probably Florida, man. With same Florida, bad man. time, same bad channels. Yeah, that that that's somebody else's song. Um, we 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 used red pilled over here, but uh, before we do that, oh goodness, no! Did he really just? I'm not allowed to be Adam West. That wasn't Adam, Adam West. West. That was that was more John Travolta than anything. Uh, <laughs> no, it was Adam West. Have you not seen that? Like yeah, I know, but I was doing John Travolta Batman of, doing it. Mean John Travolta out of out of Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. That's, that's where I was. Yep. Um. So, um, thank you everybody for hanging out. This was fun as always. Um, we did some great stories. We had a little bit of laughs, and we watched some crazy shit. That's what we do every yep. week on. How do we miss that? So. Same bad times, same bad channels, as this man said. But I'm going to say, always keep questioning everyone's motivations. And uh, keep listening to what little birds have to tell you. Good night, fam. I think I liked it better being blind When I couldn't read between the lines And when I couldn't see the cracks in the structure That lay bare before me the whole time I think I liked it better back when I Suspended disbelief and swallowed pride I thought I knew the difference in the red from the blue But they both bleed us so dry They both bleed us so dry My favorite songs don't hit the same way I get to the end of a four minute track And I'm only looking back thinking What did they actually say? So I try to